Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Genesis 2 and uh, before we get started though, let's open up with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you've done. It's a remarkable time to be alive and there's so much going on in our world. I just pray that today as we go about our days that we would we'd be a, the light that you want us to be that your love would shine through us and that we wouldn't focus on all the junk and garbage happening, but we would focus on you and loving your people, that we would love each other and we would love those who don't know you and that they would be like moths drawn to the light and that we could talk to them about your love. I pray for myself on that because I fail miserably and I just pray that you would that your Holy Spirit, your love, your peace, your contentment, your joy would shine forth. Not my nitpicking, irritation, and anger, and stress. So Father, I pray as we read, I pray that we would focus on you and bring you honor and glory. That we would learn and hear. And that our hearts, our spirits, and our minds would be prepared and receptive. Holy Spirit, teach us. May this be your words not mine. May it be your message. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, looking at this, um, there's a lot to go through. And it's interesting because it's it's Adam and Eve, right? And Adam and Eve have a lot. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> it's uh, There's a lot there. But there's nothing written here. Charles Spurgeon, at least in his thousands or hundreds and thousands of of sermons that are documented that are written that I have there's 63 volumes of sermons he didn't do a single sermon on chapter 2 of Genesis and I just found that startling because it's basically Adam and Eve and the creation of them and when I looked at A.W. Tozer again nothing there wasn't anything there there's some commentary just explaining things, but there wasn't really anything there. So it's it's interesting to me. But with that in mind, I found some really cool stuff because Adam and Eve, and we'll, we'll read through it, but the thing that's amazing to me is at the when you talk about Adam and Eve, it really harkens to also Ephesians 5 where it's 21 and or 22 and uh through basically 33 where it talks about wives submitting to your own husbands as you do to the lord um it talks about husbands love your wives just as christ loved the church and gave himself up to her for her um in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies and he who loves his wife loves himself it also talks about, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So there's a lot there about the relationship between husband and wife, and really it starts in Genesis 2. So let's get started. Verse 1, 
Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he had rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Verse 4. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. So the Lord, then the Lord God formed a man from the dust on, of the ground and breathed into him, into his nostrils, the breath of life, and the man began a living, became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good, of good and evil. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden. From there it was separated into, separated into four headwaters. The name of the first was Pishon. <coughs> Excuse me. It winds through the entire land of Havilah, where there is gold. The gold of that land is good. Aromatic resin and onyx are also there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It winds through the entire land of Cush. The name of the third river is the Tigris. It runs along the east side of Asher. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. And that's why they believe that, that the Garden of Eden was originally in Iraq and why Iraq is basically called the the center of the world and it was the um, basically where mankind started there's actually fossil records I believe that support that but anyways verse 15 the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it so it's interesting right from the start man had a purpose he had a job it's good for man to have a job it's not good for people to be bored boredom causes all sorts of issues i tend to when i'm at a company and at work if i get bored i then say dumb things and get in trouble so it's better that i'm not bored and the lord god commanded the man you are free to eat from any tree in the garden but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever he called, the man called them, each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. So you had to be pretty creative, right? I mean, naming all those things. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man. And he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she has been taken she was taken out of man 
That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. So when a man leaves a woman or leaves his family and he goes to be married, he leaves his mom and dad and goes and gets married, the two of them become one. There's the whole foundation that out of Adam was created Eve. And that's also when you go back to what the what Ephesians says um, in verse twenty five twenty eight in this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. Again, they were their wives were made in essence out of man, out of their own bodies. There's such a great relationship and correlation here between Old Testament and New Testament that, to me, it just it's it's remarkable. So with that, I'm going to just close with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you. Thank you for your word. I pray that we would hear your message, that we would love each other, that we would treat our wives with, with love, protect them, and love and honor them. And I pray that our wives would respect us. I lift up this time, and I pray that we would understand what you have for each of us to hear, and that we would truly do your will. I thank you for all that you've done. I lift up our families, our friends, our spouses, and I just pray you watch over them and keep them safe. I pray you guide them and help us understand how to support them better. I thank you for all you've done. I pray for our country. I pray for the leaders that you would open their hearts, their minds, and their spirits and talk to them and that they would have the strength to do what you say. I pray that we would all have the strength to do what you say. Holy Spirit, guide our paths, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me. It's just a guy in his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.